Welcome to another episode of the Yankee Death Star. My name is Dave, and today we are going to talk about this amazing win that we just had against the Chicago White Sox. Mark, how did you feel it went today? Man, you couldn't ask for any more from a game. I mean, it was amazing. Uh, it was dominant pitching from the beginning. You got to tip your hat to Rodon. He had 13 strikeouts and just absolutely dominant. For us, Montgomery, seven innings pitched, four hits, 11 strikeouts. So... I heard them say that this was the first game in the modern era where both pitchers had strike out, 10 strikeouts and no walks and no runs. I thought that was pretty amazing to hear. And so that's how the game started out. And the end of the game, it was with fireworks, man. That was fucking awesome. Hell yeah, it was, man. And since you brought up the pitchers, let's go ahead and start this episode talking about the pitchers and what was accomplished today. Um, I feel like the big key to one of our victories was the fact that we were able to get Rendon to pitch 95 pitches in six innings, making them having to pull him um, and putting uh, two guys to close the game. Their bullpen has been shaky all year round. And this was just another uh, exciting game for this Montgomery I felt like did a better job than Rondon tonight. Uh, yes, uh, he had 13 strikeouts, no walks, and only two hits. But Montgomery got it a full extra inning, um, only gave up four um, hits, no walks, 11 strikeouts. I felt like this was just a really great job by Montgomery, um, you know, matching fire with fire. This was just a great pitching duel for the first six, seven innings that we were able to see these guys. And then, of course, having Luizica step in, um, you know, was shaky there. I I feel bad for him because this is not the way you want to go. You had a one point, you know, one point lead and to get a one run lead, you gave up that. Uh, but that was okay because reality is is having Chapman coming in the game. And this is the, the crazy stat that I want to throw out here. Um, Chapman comes in the game and I don't think he's um, had a outing this year where he hasn't thrown a strikeout, but he did not throw a strikeout. Dude, we got a freaking triple play, man. It was one of the greatest things I've seen in a long time. It started off with Urshela straight to Urshela. Uh, he got it out of his glove, touched the bag, got it out of his glove, got it to Ordor. Uh, Ordor touched the glove, our bag. I mean, this is a perfect throw to Ordor. Ordor got it out of his glove and got it to DJ or got it to Voight uh, for the uh, three outs, triple play. It was unbelievable. This triple play happened in the top of the ninth. Um, it really was a big play because if you want to look at what was what happened in the bottom of the seventh, Torres hit the shortest home run of the year so far, 400 or 345 feet, uh, incredibly short. It's the only uh, stadium in the major leagues that this would have been a home run. So this is a big home run in the seventh. And then the top of the eighth is when they were able to tie the score. And then they were able to get in position to have two guys on with one of the most prolific um, base stealers of this generation. Um, on the mount, um, on the second base, and their guy hit the ball right to Ursh um, Urshela, who was able to tag uh, and was able to get the ball out of his hands. Like I was saying earlier, it was just amazing. Setting up for Torres, who has been on fire in the bottom of the ninth. It was something that was really great to see how Torres has been able to start swinging that bat. A lot of people have been very negative about Torres this year, and for good reason. He hasn't had a premier year like he usually has. But, man, did he step up today and give us the chance for the victory. Yeah, bro, absolutely. It was pretty amazing to watch. You know, the thing about the what happened in the eighth was it started out with a walk. And since that was the first walk of the game, it was pretty frustrating. Um, but what happened next with the wild pitch and Eaton getting to second, 
it put us in a spot where our one run lead seemed like suddenly it wasn't going to be enough. And it really wasn't because when they got a single, um, they were able to score Eaton. And at that point, the game was tied. So going into the top of the ninth, it seemed like we were in the same spot again. Here comes Chapman, but um, first batter up is walked. And then there's a sack bunt to move him over. So it just felt like this team is in a situation um, where we were going to be watching, um, you know, once again. I mean, because at this point they were, what, first and third? Um, and I mean, first and second. So we were really in a, in a spot where we had to figure out how we were going to be, um, you know, how we were going to get um, how we were going to get some outs without giving up any runs. Because, I mean, this was this was the game right here and we, we had to figure that out. And the last thing you draw up is a triple play. I mean, obviously, that's what you do when you're a little kid. You're like, all we need is a triple play, right? But here it was, top of the ninth, triple play, gets us out of a jam. And here we go into the bottom of the ninth. And I think this is what's key about the bottom of the ninth right here is that um, we just had a really good matchup. Our first guy that was up was Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge got a single, um, really just a little blooper. Uh, he saw a full count and took full advantage of that. Next guy up was Gio Urshela. He singles uh, right right to right field. This was, again, a, a big job by Urshela. Aaron Judge, you know he wanted to go to third, but he was held up. You call, you know, They held him up for good reason because now Aaron Judge can score off a ball that's very shallow hit uh, to um, you know left field, right field. It doesn't matter. As long as it's hitting the ground, Aaron Judge has a chance to get there. And that's exactly what happened. Torres saw the first pitch, and he rips it to left field. And this is when Aaron Judge runs around third base. He, I mean, he, it was close to being out, but it wasn't close enough where you'd be like, oh, whoa, replay. It wasn't that close at all. Aaron Judge obviously touched home plate, and then the ball came at him. So um, it was just a really great job. Great job by the third baseman to um, you know, wave Judge home around that, that third baseline. And it's exactly what we needed. Uh, Urshela had the two RBIs of the night. Uh, one was a solo shot like we talked about in the seventh inning. And then this big hit right here. Unbelievable job. But the reality is, the biggest shout out I want to say is Urshela. He played outstanding defense tonight. So many times that I felt like uh, a ball should have gone past him or gotten close to going past him on a difficult play. He stepped up and made a big play. On offense as well, it's just unbelievable. These guys are coming out and they're, and they're playing really really well and one thing I want to you know say about this too is that uh in the past uh we've gotten a lot of shit from ESPN saying that we are like the third worst team uh six through nine um in the batting order and I want to put this out here we got three hits from six through nine today um I felt like that was just a really great job by those guys uh obviously uh we got you know top loaded hat um hits but judge got another two hit game we had Urshela had a huge hit um, in the ninth inning, and Torres's two hits obviously were the difference in the game. So well done by this team, well done by uh, Boone, and placing these guys where they need to be placed. And and Duhar getting two hits again tonight, uh, playing left field is just unbelievable. He made a, a silly error tonight. Uh, obviously, when you have a um, um, outfielder like. Uh, Gardner out in the center field, he has the right away on any balls that he wants. And and Duhar um, was playing left field, and he came and really just I would I don't want to say he knocked into Brett Gardner, 
But the reality is it could have been a very dangerous play, especially with the age that Brett Gardner is. But with age and experience, Brett Gardner was able to dodge uh, and do hard, but wasn't able to get that out. That could have been a big play there. Um, obviously, um, Boone wanted to make sure that that didn't happen and he didn't want Andujar to get down on himself. So he replaced Andujar there uh, with a pinch runner and then ended up playing with, uh, in left field after Andujar's second hit. So again, Andujar's just playing unbelievable right now and I'm really impressed with him. Gardner's hit tonight was big as well. This team is just playing great and I'm really excited about how everything is pulling it together. Yeah, let's talk about Andujar's second hit because this was another missed opportunity for this team, which... You know, we have had a lot of, but in the end, we continue to win games. So I look at that as an opportunity, not necessarily a negative, because if you can win games when this is, you know, when things aren't going right, then things will go right. So with Andujar, he hit a single um, in the bottom of the eighth, and Gardner stepped up and he hit a single. Um, and like you said, first, though, um, Wade pinch ran for Andujar at this point. So then Garner steps up and he hits a single. So now with no man out in the bottom of the eighth, we have runners on first and third. So, you know, we should have figured a way to get somebody in, especially with Tyler Wade, you know, on third. But we weren't able to do that. At first, you know, LeMay who got out and then we hit, Voight hit into a double play. So <clears throat> going into that ninth, um, you know, that triple play was so critical, and then obviously Torres was critical, you know, getting that hit. But just the way that the game went, you know, if we hung our heads, if we had gotten down on it, you know, we would have missed opportunities here. And that's what, you know, we found is like over and over again, we're, you know, we're having some plays that could be extremely frustrating, but like letting them frustrate us isn't something that we do. We, we respond and we somehow find ways to get wins where, Really, this this is another game we stole. This is um, th there's a few of them that we've had this year, where you know we really shouldn't have won the game, but we won it and we're moving forward. Yeah, man. Again, just a big win. Uh, right now, I'm stoked. Right now, I cannot tell you guys how amazing it was to see that triple play first since 2014. So it's been a long time since we've been able to witness that. Let's talk about one of the um, positions I feel like needs to be addressed by this team. After hearing Hicks is possibly out for the rest of the season, uh, when Boone was um, asked about it, he said his recovery is going to take months. He said months, not my month, not weeks, months. Um, from you know knowing things in the past, uh, that is Boone being, being optimistic and hoping that Hicks can come back this season. But the reality is, is that let's just act like Hicks is done for the season and let's try to find a trade target because even if Hicks is gone for 100 games of this um, season, we need to have somebody that can come in there. And knowing what um, uh, Boone likes to do with finding those gems that are older guys that are stuck in AAA, I went around and I did a lot of research in some outfielders that are in um, AAA. There's a lot of them that I would like to highlight. I, I do feel like um, Brian um, Boone, um, not Boone, uh, Brian Cashman trading out uh, Talkman is unfortunate because we could have really used him during this stuff that was injured, but we got great, great value for Talkman. So I'm going to move on from that as a negative and, and look at it as a positive. Here's the guy I want to highlight. He is from the Rangers, and that is why I, I felt like I, I looked this guy up first because I've, I've known about him with the whole Kluber trade um, coming from Cleveland. I, I knew for a fact that this was uh, something that 
Um, he's a good player, and he's been stuck behind a lot of great um, outfielders. So if you looked at the way that uh, Texas Rangers outfielders are are playing right now, they're really five deep. And that's unfortunate for um, DeLon D. Shields Jr. Uh, it's super unfortunate for him because he hasn't had an opportunity to break out. And that's okay. We've seen this happen with Voight. We've seen this happen with Urshela. We've seen this happen with a lot of our players that we're watching on a daily basis right now. So I feel like if Boone or Boone, uh, Brian Cashman wanted to go get value and not have to give up much, um, D Shields is a great um, idea right here. He's um, plays center field, right field, and left field, so he's very versatile. And I feel like he would be a big pickup, costing us very little because the Rangers are a team just like the Yankees. Um, when you have a player that's not having a chance to break out, they want to trade him to a team or an organization that he's going to be able to play and play right away. So this would be a great fit for us. I feel like he would be a great player, and it's something to highlight and look at because he's playing in AAA right now, so it's easy to watch some of his stuff that he's doing. The other guy I want to throw out there is somebody that we keep on getting tagged at. I don't necessarily think this is a possibility, but I do want to say that this is somebody that we have to look at seriously. Um, anytime a player of this caliber is mentioned in a trade target, I think you have to look at it and say, this is somebody you have to see. Um, I'm talking about the shortstop from the Colorado Rockies, Trevor Story. I don't necessarily think the Yankees are going to go out and get him. But if Trevor Story wanted to be a Yankee and he made it clear that he wanted to be a Yankee, then the Yankees would at least look at him as a trade opportunity. We are set with Torres at shortstop for long term. But the, 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 really the idea is, is if you have a player like Trevor Story that would be able to come in and play a couple years, allowing Torres to learn from Story, I think it would be a very positive thing from him. He's one of the better defenders in the league, has multiple gold gloves, and I think that is something that we have to sit, um, sit here and seriously look at. Um, Trevor Story, if he is the deal is right um, and he doesn't cost us much, he would be a, a really big pickup for this team. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good value proposition. I mean, finding ways, you know, to get players that are either, you know, underappreciated or on their way out is what we we like to do. You know, find some puzzle pieces, fit them in, and let's see what we can come up with. And the last thing before we go, I want to bring up, up until that triple play, this is the play of the game that I felt like. Um, it was in the eighth inning. Uh, they had a guy that hit the ball very uh, gingerly to right field where Judge was at. Um, it was a one bounce, but Judge was able to get out of his glove and throw the guy out at second. It was a huge, huge play. Um, unbelievable at that point because it shows you the, his arm and how strong it is. Uh, obviously, the triple play in the next inning um, turned out to be a better play. But if that hadn't happened, this would have been the play, the defensive play of the game for me. Just a really great job by Aaron Judge. And I want to throw that out before we left because why not talk about the play of the game before we left? I just want to thank everybody so much for listening to another episode of the Yankee Death Star. Uh, we will be up tomorrow with another episode. So thanks again for listening. Just real quick before we go, um, we had some trouble up uploading the no-hitter by Kluber. So... If you're on Apple and you can't see that game 43, I totally get it. I can't fucking figure it out. Jump on Spotify if you want to hear that episode. Um, but we did produce it. We did upload it. But for some reason, Apple isn't playing nice. So we did, you know, that we wanted you to know that's up and available. I tried posting it again and it's still not going. So at the risk of getting Tourette's when I talk about it, I'm just going to move on. So thank you so much for joining us for the um, Yankee Death Star. We'll see you tomorrow.